Strong families, I have a question for you. Have you ever known someone who is extra? Maybe you haven't heard the phrase, she's so extra. He is so extra. What does it mean to be extra? It means someone who's over the top, who does things way above and beyond what normal people would do. When I was a Bible teacher at Auburn Academy, I had a student named Jesse who was so, 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 so extra. If Jesse wanted to dress in black, she would wear all black from the tip of her head to the bottom of her toes, fingernails, eye makeup. She would have long chains. It was pretty extra, extra black. If Jesse wanted to be colorful, she would be extra colorful. I'm talking rainbow tights, neon pink skirts, bright, bright colors that you could see across campus and that would sometimes glow in the dark. Jesse would sometimes carry around a pet rat named Mr. Squeakers. He wasn't real. He was rubber, but he would, she would squeak him at you every time you passed her. It was just extra. It was a lot more than anyone else would do. She was extra loud, extra dramatic, and extra hyper. When I first met Jessie, I made a snap decision about her that maybe she's a little bit crazy, over the top. But I was wrong about Jessie because she was a lot of extra other things too. As I got to know her better, I realized that Jessie was extra honest. She never cheated, no matter how bad her grade was going to be. She never told a lie. She was extra kind, even when it was hard, even to people that no one else was being kind to. She was extra deeply good. She would always do the right thing because it was the right thing. Jessie was super, super extra. When it came time for me to pick a student who would work for me and grade my papers, someone that I could trust, I picked Jessie. Yes, she did paint my office neon green that year because she was extra. But I knew I could trust her because she was extra. Have you ever known someone that was extra? Strong families, talk with your family about maybe a time when you felt like you or someone else was being extra. Today we're going to study some of the teachings of Jesus where he asks us to be extra. First of all, Jesus starts talking about the law and he says some surprising things. I'm going to start by reading several sections from Matthew 5 today. I'm starting with verse 17. Jesus says, Do not think that I've come to abolish, that means do away with, the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but I've come to fulfill them. For truly I tell you, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter or the least stroke of pen will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. A lot of people thought Jesus was going to do away with the Ten Commandments. A lot of people still think that Jesus did away with the Sabbath when he died on the cross. But that's not what he's saying. He's saying, I'm not going to do away with them. I'm going to fulfill them. In fact, we're going to take those laws and we're going to make them extra. And in the next sections of scripture, Jesus does just that. He totally makes them extra. He takes laws that say, you've heard this. Do not murder, do not kill, don't get divorced, but I tell you this. And then he asks even more 
than we thought he would ever ask. Let me read one of them to you. He says, You've heard that it was said to the people you should not murder, and anyone who murders is subject to judgment. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with a brother or sister will be subject to judgment. He goes on to say, If you're offering a gift at the altar... That would be a gift for saying thank you to God or maybe a gift for saying you're sorry to God. If you're there at the altar and there, remember that your brother or sister has something against you. Leave your gift right there in front of the altar. Go and be reconciled to them and then come back and offer your gift. That's extra. He talks about how we think about other people. He talks about the way our marriages work. He talks about how we make promises. And then he says another thing that's extra. He said, you heard it said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you, we're in verse 38 and 39, by the way. Don't resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. And if anyone wants to sue you, take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with them two miles. Give to the one who asks you and don't turn away from the one who wants to borrow for you. Here's what Jesus is saying. Be extra in the way you love people, in your integrity. That means in your honesty and you're doing the right thing. So here's a couple things about Jesus's teachings. First of all, it's pretty clear that Jesus knew his Bible because in these sections, he's quoting from all over the place. Not only does he knows the rule, know the rules, but he's reinterpreting them differently. This was common for teachers and rabbis of his day to take the rules and try to teach the people what they mean. But nobody had ever taught like Jesus before. Second, we can see from this that Jesus cared more about just keeping the rules. He cared about what was going on inside our hearts while we kept them. He cared about deeper things. Second, or third, I'm not sure what number one, Jesus was very clever. Because when he says to turn your other cheek, this is a smart cultural thing. In that culture, one of your hands, your right hand, was considered clean, and one of your hands, your left hand, was considered unclean. And so if you turned a certain cheek, you would never cause you would never cause someone to slap you with their clean hand because then they would make that hand unclean. So Jesus isn't saying be slapped again. He's saying use what we know of honor and respect to work for you. Jesus taught a lot of other things too. In this section, Jesus is saying, do extra and be extra. Okay, so I have a couple questions for your family to discuss. Why did Jesus want or need to make these rules bigger and better than they already were? What does Jesus mean when he says he's not going to abolish them, but he's going to fulfill them? Can you think of a time when Jesus rested on Sabbath, even in death? Okay, number two, what matters more? What we do or what's inside our heart? Or is it both together? If we have a good heart, can we just kind of do whatever we want sometimes? What really matters? And number three for your family to talk about, how can this family be extra? Maybe extra fun, maybe extra kind. How can we be extra honest, extra loving, extra patient? What does it mean for us to go the extra mile and be extra? And why does Jesus want us to do this? Does he just want to make more work for us? Or is there something more to being extra? Have fun reading and talking, strong families, and find a way this week to be extra. <laughs>